0: everybody to episode number 17 of the ear to the canvas podcast we are fresh off just a few days out from ufc 251 it was a really fun night of fights we had of course the three title fights plus a couple other uh really entertaining scraps of course that the Yuri and uzdemir was awesome rose and Andraj was awesome um and then the three title fights i mean Jan and Aldo was a lot of fun. It was a really competitive fight. And then Jan just prevailed. And then the co-main event, of course, there's a ton of controversy there. Uh, Matt's hallway came out looking great. And then Volkanovski made a switch and really switched up his game plan and finished strong. Uh, We're going to get into that. And, of course, the controversial decision by the judges there. And then what Usman did, just being being the dominant champion that he is. Usman is to be reckoned with. I said this going into the Doll fight. I think he's right up there as most dominant uh, of all the champions that we have right now. I think he's very tough to beat. <clears throat> it, we might be waiting a long time until somebody beats Kamaru. Um I think his toughest test will be his next test, though, against Burns, and we're going to get into that, too. Mostly going to be doing UFC 251 recap today, just because there's just so much to unpack. Uh, But before we do get into it, I just want to let everybody know that I'll be on the MMA Reloaded podcast for the second time. That'll be happening tomorrow. It'll be live-streamed on YouTube. You can also, of course, just... It'll be up on YouTube afterwards if you can't catch it live. And later in the week, I'm going to be having my Batch Sports page uh, colleague, Alexis Rodriguez. He's new to the team, uh, UFC boxing guy. Uh, So I'm going to be having him on the podcast either Thursday or Friday. That'll be fun. We'll likely be breaking down the Cater EJ card. There's some sick fights on that card, and especially, of course, the main event. Um, and then probably going to be talking a little bit about Saturday's card too, because they're rolling them out. UFC's rolling them out on Fight Island. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I want to start with the main event. I like to go from the top down. Uh, going to talk about the main event. Kamaru, uh, of course, in dominant fashion, beat Masvidal by decision. Uh, the background on the fight has been... Very well-known sits day notice for Masvidal. Had to cut about 22 pounds in that period of time. And you'd be a fool if you thought that wouldn't affect him coming into it. Especially a guy who can wear you. Wear you down like Kamaru can. He's shown the ability. He's shown that he has the best cardio at 170. Maybe the best cardio in the sport. Kamaru Usman might have the best cardio in the UFC. Um, you even see Khabib get t- tired once in a while. Um uh, in his fights that get into the later rounds, he's been dominant, but he can get tired. Usman, we have not seen that. You didn't see him get tired against Woodley in those five rounds. Uh, you didn't see him get, t- you saw him out cardio, the Mr. Cardio, Colby Covington. And then you saw it, uh, just the other day against Masvidal. Went five rounds strong. Looks like he could have won another five. And I know a lot of people say it was boring. Um, and of course it's not... It wasn't as entertaining of a fight as we were... A lot of fans were hoping it would be. A lot of the fans that did buy the pay-per-view because Masvidal stepped in. Which is a lot of people. UFC 251 pay-per-view buys came out just earlier. Or last night rather. And it generated around 1.3 million buys, which is the most since 2018. So, you can thank Jorge Masvidal for that. And that's all Jorge. The guy's a star. And I know a lot of the casual fans bought in to this pay-per-view because of that, and I'm sure they were very disappointed. Um, And a lot of them, I'm sure, were bored watching, you know, mostly a grappling match. Uh, wrestling match for 25 minutes but you can't say kamaro isn't dominant and isn't great at what he does and it's incredibly tough to beat him because the guy can strike too the guy strikes pretty well now and that's how he really is able to close that distance and level change and worth the clinch worth, worth the fight to the ground and that's exactly what he did by the third round Masvidal was tired Masvidal came out very hot. He wasn't wasting any time throwing uh, haymakers, uh, technical haymakers, of course. Masvidal, I mean, that body kit that he has is incredible. And you know what he can do with his hands. Um, so, yeah, Masvidal came out the gates hot. Kamaru, I thought that Kamaru would actually test the waters on the feet longer than he did. He he got that, he wanted to get that thing uh, into a grappling match pretty quickly. He got his hands on Masvidal pretty quick, and he did not look back. Uh, I was actually a little surprised. I thought he would try uh play with the striking a little more than he did, but he wasn't taking any chances, and I don't blame him. That's what you do when you're the champ. Uh, dominant performance. And obviously, next is going to be Gilbert Burns. Uh he'll be taking on tomorrow. He was supposed to fight Kamaro until he got COVID. And that's why Mosvidal stepped in. I think Burns is a tougher matchup than Mosvidal Uh for Kamaru. Masvidal is right up there though, honestly. Even Leon Edwards is not an easy matchup for Kamaru because he's much improved since the first time that they fought but Burns will be next and Burns is an interesting challenger for Kamaro because of course he's that decorated jujitsu um artist so once if Kamaro does get him on the ground Burns can be dangerous even off of his back and Burns has showed an incredible improvement in his striking and he's got some power too he can drop you so that's going to be a really fun matchup, especially with the, assuming both guys are a full camp. Uh, that's going to be much more competitive than what we saw Saturday night. I think Mosvidal with a full camp will also be much more competitive, um, especially just cardio-wise. But Burns, I do think, is the toughest matchup for Usman right now at 170. And, of course, that can change pretty rapidly in this sport, but right now I'd say that's the toughest matchup, and that'll be the Nets matchup. Uh, With Mazvidal it's a little interesting. He wants to... He made it clear after he lost that he was disappointed and that he wants to uh, get a couple wins and get another chance at the title. That's what he wants. So there are definitely several matchups that, and several directions that Mosvidal can go from here. Uh, One being Leon Edwards, who's right there as a contender in this division, been the contender in this division. They got beef, obviously. Uh, That'd be a fun, fun fight. Uh, That would make a lot of sense, too. Assuming the UFC's gonna make Leon fight one more time and get another win before he gets thrown into the uh, title thrown into a title fight against tomorrow or Gilbert. Um, Another option is Colby Covington, obviously. Now, Masvidal said he wasn't really interested in fighting Colby because he's a bum. That's what he said. uh, That he was... But that's just such a fan-friendly fight. I would love to see them two fight because Colby's not a bum. That would be super competitive... And there's even more bad blood there, I would say, than between Edwards and Masvidal. So either one of those fights is super fun. Uh, Third option is definitely Nate Diaz. Masvidal is definitely interested in that fight. So you could see Masvidal and Nate run it back. And a wild card matchup in this situation is Wonderboy. Um, Some people, I guess, didn't watch the... Interview between Mosvidal and Ariel. Or didn't catch this part when. Heading into UFC 251. When Mosvidal said that he is very interested. He listed Nate Diaz. And then he listed Wonderboy Thompson. Because Mosvidal lost to Wonderboy. Back in the day. He wants to avenge that loss badly. So that's a wild card too. Could be Wonderboy. A lot of options though for Masvidal, Um, In hopes. He hopes that he can get back. Into another title shot. Uh, so let's move on to the co-main event, Volkanovski-Holloway rematch. First fight was super close. Uh, I had Volkanovski winning that first fight. I I definitely did. I actually did. It was super close though. Second fight, I had Holloway winning though, and I know most people did. Uh, I actually thought it was. It came down to the third round. I was surprised to find out that the fifth round was actually the deciding round on the judges' scorecards. The scorecards read, everybody gave the first two rounds to Holloway, thank God. Um, Then all three judges gave rounds uh, three and four to Volkanovski. And then two gave the fifth round to Volk, and one gave it to Holloway. Leading to the split decision. So I was pretty surprised to hear that it was the fifth round that decided it. Uh, Nevertheless, I had Holloway winning that fight. It was super, super close. Uh, He came out super strong. I'm saying super a lot, but it's true. Uh, Holloway looked great. And if it's true that he did all of his training via Zoom, that's pretty crazy. Uh, he stands by that. Um, as for what's next for these two, it's very interesting, because I know Volkanovski does not want to run it back. He's content with finishing this chapter of his career and moving on. Uh, Holloway, it's really unclear. I'm sure he wouldn't mind, I'm sure he'd like to run it back, because he feels like he won the first one. I'm sure he feels like he won the second one, too. Um... So it'll be really interesting where they go. I wrote an article that should be coming out today on what should Matt Holloway do next. And I think a really viable option is just waiting. Sitting out like 8 to 12 months. um, Letting the 1... I think he should stay at 145. And I think he should let that play out a little bit, that division. We got... The top six guys, I believe, are all scheduled to fight besides Max and Volkanovski now. You got Ortega and Korean Zombie. Uh, that fight is supposed to be happening. And Dana White had said earlier, back in May, actually, that the winner of that will get the title shot, the next title shot. So you got that. You also got Zabit and Yair squaring off uh, August 29th. So I think Max should wait it out. Uh, You know how much he loves his family. Uh, I think he should chill. He was healthy coming into this fight. I'm sure he still is pretty healthy. Uh, Keep it that way. Train. Hang out. Let things unfold. And maybe take on the winner of Zabit and Yair. If either of them... If they do to give the uh, Nets title shot to the winner of Ortega and Zombie. Uh, any four of those guys, though, would make sense for Match's Nets fight. I think that's a lot of fun. Otherwise, you could do the trilogy. You could run it back. Um, Dana White doesn't know what, he, what they're going to do yet. Uh, and if Match does want to move up, you got Tony Ferguson at lightweight. And who wouldn't want to see Matt Holloway and Tony fight? I mean, that would be super fun. Uh, but again, I think the wisest move for Matt Holloway is to just wait. Just hang out. He's still only 28 years old. Which is still mind-blowing. Uh, just wait it out. Let, let a few things unfold, Max. That's my advice. Um... Third title fight, or the first title fight of the night, actually, uh, was Peter Jan and Jose Aldo. And this one was fun. Um, Jose came out looking really good, throwing very tough, tough leg kicks. Uh, Jan was forced to switch stances. Uh, He was really beating up Jan's leg. And these guys, they were saying it during the broadcast, and it was true. It was kind of like a Muay Thai fight. They were just sitting there in the pocket, letting... Uh, the light kids come, not checking them or anything. Really, it was crazy and just standing and throwing. Um, and Jan, I mean, he is the real deal. This was by far the toughest fight of his career. I mean, he fought Uriah Faber, but Jose Aldo is a huge step up right now in terms of where those two guys are at this stage in their careers. And Jan performed uh took some shots too he's a tough 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 guy um and of course the ref clearly should have stepped in earlier that was ridiculous absolutely ridiculous he kept sa- he just kept saying defend 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 and all all that was doing had his hands on his head and just eating shots it was bullshit um <clears throat> but that was so fun So fast, so technical. Uh, Aldo still has it, clearly. And Jan is to be reckoned with. That's what I came away with from that fight. And Jan versus Sterling is definitely the next fight to make. For sure, and that's going to be wild. Um, Be interesting to see how Sterling comes out in that approach. Um, See if he tries to get a hold of him right away like he did uh, Sanhagen. Uh, as for Aldo, there are some interesting possibilities out there for Jose. He could fight Cody Darbrandt next. He could fight O'Malley if uh, O'Malley beats Vera. O'Malley gets that Aldo fight next. That would be wild. Or he could fight Sanhagen, who doesn't have an opponent right now. Uh, so there's definitely some fun possibilities out there for Aldo. I think he stays at bantamweight. Uh, he just, he's got a nutritionist now, and he says that the weight cut to one thirty five is not difficult for him at this point. Uh, I think he stays there. He looks good at one thirty five. He does. Um, fight of one of the fights in the night, underrated fight, was coming into this was Yuri Prohaska and Volkan Uzdemir. and that was oh my god. Everybody knew who the, if they knew who those two guys were, you knew that was beat, that was going to be a knockout, uh, Yuri, I did not know he was such a showman though, you saw him in there fucking dancing, uh, holding his wrist at one point and throwing shots from like his belt, Uh, it was wild, you saw him like turn his head, turn away, uh, Ustamir caught him with a ton of big shots too. Uh I thought he wow uh I saw Yuri's knees buckle from one of the shots. He didn't go down, but uh he showed a chin. He showed a chin and he showed those heavy hands. Uzdemir doesn't get finished, and Yuri slept him in the second round. Um I knew I really did know Yuri was built he was ready for this. And he showed that. And I wonder, I really do, who the what the UFC gives him next? Uh, is it Corey Anderson? Corey is one of the only lightweight, white light heavyweights ahead of where Uzamir was that doesn't have a fight scheduled right now. Is it Corey? Um, could he face the winner of Anthony Smith and Alexander Rak- uh, Rakic? Possibly. Possibly. But either way, it's going to be fun. Um you got Teatro Santos and go over to fighting. He could face one of them after. Definitely a ton of fun possibilities for a guy who is rising up the light heavyweight ranks. Uh he's gonna do a quick. One more win over a guy one of the guys that I just mentioned, and you're gonna have yourself a contender at 205 after just two fights. It's crazy. Um another amazing fight in one of the fights in the night. Was Rose and Jessica Andraj. Naman Yunus came out looking really sharp again on the feet. Um, first two rounds, she looked great. Really good. Uh, she looks like she wanted to be there, and when she does, she's scary for any woman on the planet. Um, and Andraj came back with a vengeance in that third round and really put it on. Rose, it was crazy. Um really had a ton of success. She hit she hit her with a big uppercut. Um and she kept she tried to go back to the well a couple times with that. And whew, Rose took a ton of damage in that third round. Probably she took more damage in that third than Andrade did the entire fight. Uh but Rose did enough the first two rounds to come out on top in that one. And those two are great. Rose is one of the best on the planet. I think she fights Wei Li next, which is so exciting. That's a uh, that's one of the best female fights you can make right now. Rose versus Wei Li. that'll be a ton of fun. That could be a main event anywhere you go. That is a ton of fun. Uh, yeah, UFC two fifty one was great. Yeah, Camaro's showing his dominance again. Uh, Who's going to beat him? Will it be Burns? I don't know. It's a tougher matchup than Masvidal was, in my opinion, especially in Masvidal on six-day notice. Um, then you got Masvidal. I think he takes on. It's really out of Edwards, Covington, Diaz, and Wonderboy. You got four options for Jorge right now. Uh, you say pick and choose, all fun in their own ways. Co-main event, I think Holloway should wait it out. Wait until around 2021. Um, Then the 145 division will be a lot more clear. You also got Calvin Cater. If he puts on a performance against EJ, uh, that could be an option too for Holloway. I think he should chill. Chill, wait it out. Uh, As for Volkanovski, you got winner of Ortega Zombie, winner of Zabit Yair. Uh, 145, I think, forget Cejudo. You just gotta take on all the com- all newcomers in that division. It's too deep right now. Too talented at the top, too. Uh, Peter Jan versus Sterling will be next. That'll be a great fight. Aldo, I think he should keep fighting at 135. Got a ton of fun uh, possibilities there with Cody, O'Malley, if he beats Vera, and then Sandhagen maybe. Um... Yuri is a force to be reckoned with at 205. Uh, he can put anybody anybody's lights out in that division. Imagine him fighting Jan Bolhovich. The power that would be in that octagon. Whew. Um, and then Rose versus Whaley is going to be next, I think. And that'll be one of the best female fights of the year. That'll be super, super fun. Uh, so check me out. I'm done here for today. Check me out on MMA Reloaded on YouTube tomorrow. That'll be out some point in the afternoon, I think. Um, And then later in the week, I'll be back with my colleague, Alexis Rodriguez, to break down Wednesday's fights. You got Calvin Cater and Dan Ige. Amazing main event. That's going to be a barn burner of a fight. There's also a few other fights that you can't sleep on. Couple prelims, couple on the main card. <clears throat> Gonna be a lot of fun. And then more to come on Saturday. So looking forward to it. Hope everybody has a good couple of days. And follow me on social media and batchsportspage dot com. Peace.